everybody welcome to another episode of the hp podcast i'm your host dustin here with me one beautiful boy in person hello that I'm viewing ben and another virtual boy virtual Nation boy yeah Phil, over the world wide web we have don't Phil. look at me for too long you'll hurt your eyes that's true uh, maybe maybe phil i need to know are you in your underwear right now or no, something no t-shirt and shorts yep yeah. okay i have Good. to go get food I mean, after I, this so i've I'm yeah, ready to go. Yeah. I honestly I mean I kind of wanted you to be in your underwear. Completely naked. That's what I am. I took the underwear off I too. Con- so I was on um John O'Peck's show a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. And when I started, we started and it was just audio, and I was definitely in my underwear. <laughs> and because I like something happened, I, you know. I wasn't rushing. I, I might have just been like, it's hot in here. And I took my pants it's off. It's hot and I'm at home. I'm wearing my underwear. And so we were talking. He's like, oh, yeah, usually I like to do video. I need to switch over to my <laughs> other computer, though. And I was like, oh. And so I quickly threw my pants on. That's hilarious. And it was fine. I didn't mention it to him, but I, I don't feel weird about it. But I had a coworker, uh, and she and I got assigned for work to go to the beach where there was a, a big event for um, for our work. And we took our spouses with us. So the four of us were staying in like a condo on the beach at Wildwood, New Jersey. And he had a job interview, um, my coworker's husband, while we were there. And so he took like a suit jacket and a tie and everything with him. But he did not take pants intentionally. And so it was a Skype interview. And they actually asked him, we're just curious. What are you wearing on? Are you wearing shorts right now? <laughs> and he was like, "Yes, I am definitely wearing shorts right now." <laughs> they were. Great. They all thought it was hilarious. Right. He didn't end up getting the job, but I'm not sure if it was directly related to that. Or I not. would hope not. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good. So, Phil, yes. I'm going to ask you first how how are you today in general? Obviously, you're you're lounging now since you couldn't even bother to show up. Yeah, yeah, I am lounging. I I canceled. I didn't make it the last couple, and I thought to myself. I've got this set up at home and it's about a 45 minute drive for me to get there after work. So it just seemed more time efficient to do it this way, but I'm good. I'm good. A couple couple of long weeks since we got back from E3, but um, yes, it's good. Summer's here and I'm happy about that. The rain has kind of stopped. So for now, for now. Yeah. Ben, what about you? I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, you know, going crazy drive myself crazy with all this stuff i got going on but uh overall feeling real good cool i'm doing well then i was telling you this earlier i got new glasses today Mm -hmm. and they look weird when i look through them they're not a new prescription yeah but they still look different you know it's funny i i I can see now very clearly that they're new glasses yeah but if you hadn't said something it probably i probably wouldn't have realized because they're similar enough to your old ones they are they're like also i have facial blindness so true yeah the top of them are black and then they kind of like transition into a lighter color. But uh-huh. These are definitely bigger yeah. than my old ones, which I didn't even really realize until I was comparing them. Like, makes your face look smaller. Well, that's good. Maybe. I don't know. My mom said they looked great. So that's, that's all, that's you, all need. you really need. That's all the validation you need. Now I have to give a quick shout out. Well, specifically a plug here. Okay. That handsome phantom has a new show. Oh yes. On the internet called a cruel angels podcast and it's a show where uh me and handsome phantom editor uh boo stewart we're going over neon genesis evangelion it's a rewatch show and so far we've got one episode out and the response has been very good yeah uh 
it was interesting because initially it's funny, like with it, with any show, it's always been like the first few hours. I'm like, no one's listening to this. It takes it takes a little time. And yeah. now it's done very well. And I'm very pleased, even more so Ben, when I had told you a little about it, it's much better now even than it was then. Yeah. So the numbers are very good, but we need, we want more, you okay. know, we want you to go listen to it right now. So if you're interested in anime or if you're not interested in anime, but you want to check out the, the big hot thing right now on Netflix, uh, you can listen to our show. The first episode covers the first two episodes of the anime. So you can go watch those and then listen to the show. And then this Friday, episode two will be out that we cover the next two episodes. So and people say podcasts are definitely a slow. Yeah. yeah. Podcasts are definitely a slow burn. Yeah. Um, I remember my, my history show that I do when we started out for like the first six weeks, I think we had like a total of 150 downloads or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. mega discouraging because I'd had other podcasts in the past and now like we have like tens of thousands a, yeah. a week. So it's, you know, things change drastically quickly. You know, I initially was worried that because the whole series is out, the fact that we're doing them at least weekly for now that people would will lose interest. But I haven't had anyone clamor to say like, oh, I want more of the episodes now. Right. So and honestly, the problem would be to release them sooner. We would run out of road because we only have so many pre-recorded. Right. But uh, yeah, so the episode one, though, did did very well. And I'm, I'm pleased. And Boo is doing a fantastic job. So make sure you follow her on Twitter. Let her know what a great job she's doing. Her, it's a at Boo of Stew. That's right. Or is it Stu of Boo? Search for Boo Stewart and you'll find her. You'll find her. That's right. Well, uh, it's pretty cool, too, because she was like at the the uh, Evangelion movie premiere. Yes. In yeah. Japan. So. When they did uh, End of Evangelion. Not the new movies. The right. OG movie. That's right. So it's cool. And I don't want to dwell on this too, too long for this plug. But it's a very unique podcast because she is a longtime fan who has, you know, years of pondering what the, the meanings of this show. And uh, she also has a, uh, a background specifically in Japanese culture that mm-hmm. I don't have. And so I've watched the show for the first time, like a year ago. Right. So I'm still a baby. And so, yeah, it's, it's cool. The two episodes that we cover, we don't spoil future episodes. Right. So you can, as long as you've seen episodes one and two, you're good to go. You don't need to worry about any kind of spoilers in the future, which is another thing I thought that people might not like, but I've had people specifically ask about that, yeah. whether or not there are spoilers. So I think that was a good move. Yep. For sure. Uh, any other plugs other than all of our E3 content is out? Not all of it. There's still more to come. There is. So it was embargoed. There's still and stuff a like lot that. of content that's come out in the past week. Oh yeah. That you should you should check out not just e3 content either at what we usually do this at the end of the show but at the beginning of the show here yeah. don't forget to support us yes uh there's two ways you can do that that will dramatically help us uh the first is to subscribe to us on youtube go to youtube.com slash handsome phantom and the second is to use our amazon affiliate link right you don't have to spend any extra money if you're buying something on amazon before you go to amazon just type in handsome slash amazon you'll go right to the normal amazon website it's just to redirect and you'll pay the same price, but we'll get uh, about between four and seven percent of your purchase. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So we're gonna do dreams. I'm expanding dreams though this week. It's a Ooh. test, a beta run to see what we think. Oh boy. So it's still just gonna be called dreams, but I'm adding to it 
in that I want you to give me a dream. I also want you to give me a shout out. It can be whatever you want. You, you sprung out. this on me. I don't, you sprung this on me. That's okay. I'll give you an example. I'll go first. Okay. Since uh, I never go first, I'm going to start with my shout out. I want to give a shout out to Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic on iPad Dude. because it has no right to be as good or as addictive as it is. And I've been playing the crap. I haven't played the last couple days, but I've been playing it while I'm laying in bed, just kind of getting ready to to fall asleep. Uh-huh. It's so good that's the problem it, it doesn't make me want to fall asleep it makes me just want to sit and play it well past i've had that same exact experience so shout out to roller coaster tycoon on ipad check it out what i'm dreaming of is mario maker 2 Ooh. coming out this friday and i'm just excited you know it's i would i would love the first one i think the second one's going to be a fantastic even if it is just kind of a, an expansion the fact that it'll be on the system that i'm currently playing you're getting the lunchbox too, aren't you? And I'm getting the lunchbox. I'm getting it at Target. Yeah, for sure. So, I let's see. I asked Phil first how he was doing. So, Ben, what what's your dream and your shout out? So, my dream is I've been dreaming a lot about Toy Story Four. Mm. Saw it the other night. Just been thinking about it a lot. I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything or anything. But good movie, solid movie. Um, glad I saw it. That's about all I have to say about that. I've just okay. been thinking about it a lot, analyzing things. And I know it's it's like so funny to think like I'm analyzing an animated movie. But I was also thinking about the fact that I was six years old when the first Toy Story came out. Yeah. And that's a long time ago for me. So it's the first movie I ever remember watching ever. Oh, wow. At home or in the movie theater? Just in general. I think it was at home. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely the first like VHS I ever got. Yeah, I think it literally might be my earliest memory because it was I think like I was two, right? Maybe on the latter half of two, but I don't know. I specifically remember it. Maybe it's not real that memory, but it's fabricated. It might be. It's gonna be my, uh, my dream sh- too. Just by so I'll think of a new one, but I just want to add on to that. It's uh, it's all I've thought about since I saw it. So yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, my shout out is gonna go towards also go towards a game. Okay. Uh, like yours, uh, and we're going to talk about this later. But it's a it's a shout. I'm shouting out to Vinox for that CTR remake. What else has Vinox made? Well, they made the they made Crash and Spyro. Did they? Did no, they make they Spyro? Toys for Bob made Spyro. Okay, they made cra- the first the other Crash, didn't they? I'm not sure. About I could that. be completely wrong. They've Let's done like see. they did like the remaster on one of the Modern Warfare games. Um, I'm trying to remember what else they did. Uh, but regardless, whoever made it, that's who my shout outs for at this point. Okay. Fair enough. Phil. All right. So let's think, which one do we want to do first? I will, uh, I'll do my dream first. Um, yeah, toy story was what I was thinking of, but my dream is Friday night after work, we are going down to the casino in West Virginia and getting a, uh, crab leg buffet kind of, uh, it's a celebration of the new job and everything. So I'm, I've been looking forward to that. I think we've went about 10 months, almost a year ago. Some of the best crab legs ever. They've got the best macaroni and cheese you've ever had in your life on this buffet. Mm. Um, and then, of course, wow. we'll hit up the casino for some some slots and some drinks afterwards. So that is what I've been dreaming of. That's what's getting me through the week is uh, the thought of those crab legs on Friday night. So definitely looking forward to that. I have to take back part of my shout out. 
Yeah. I was B- Binox did not do the other Crash game oh, or the Spyro game. They did do the current one. And they did uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. They've done some of the Skylanders games, and they've ported some other games. They uh, they ported a lot of games, actually. Did so that's make, where my... Uh, B-Movie, the game? Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah. Sadly. There that is. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yes. still shout out to them because CTR is a great remake. So excellent. Throw that out there. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Phil, you got a shout out. I got a shout out. My shout out, and I'm going to butcher this because I have no idea how to say it, but my shout out goes to uh, Ryuga Gotaku Studio. And oh. uh, you might know them for making the Yakuza series. Okay. And um, I've just played through Judgment and. Um, my, now. my goodness, I I just want to live in that world. I don't care if I play another game outside of that universe for the rest <laughs> of my life. Um, so I'm gonna have to ask you to leave it at that. That's that's what we'll say. For now. Um, yeah, for now, for later in the podcast. Okay, okay, good deal. But that's that's my shout out. Um, if they make a game, I will play it. Day nice. one for the rest of my life. That's I think probably. I feel like if I was the head of a studio obviously you want to win game of the year you want to have tons of sales yeah but i would want to have fans that say hey you know whatever you guys do i'm there yeah you know like i think of specific like there's a few studios like that like yacht club games yeah whatever they do i'm there i'm coming even if it looks like something i'm not interested in particularly i'm still at least going to check it out it's always going to be shovel night so you're good yeah (laughs) forever yeah it's they got to fulfill those Kickstarter <laughs> right. backers, you know, sh- the stretch goals. That's Super Meat Boy forever, not Shovel Knight forever. Right. Phil, you got that messed up there. Right, my bad. Uh, so let's see. I've got some. Uh, it's a very very light news week, so I'm thinking we should probably just blitz right through those. Let's do it because there's nothing going on since E3. I mean, there's a bunch of there's always a bunch of minor stuff, but I never wanted this show to be about covering a bunch of tiny little updates and that some of these are tiny little updates they're just the one that i thought were most interesting over the patch notes the patch notes on Fortnite, right yeah yeah Yeah. so first one is there might be a new ape escape game coming boys i saw that and so basically what's going on is there was a new twitter account created that was called uh i think it's hipposar i don't know exactly what that means but so they posted a picture that looked like a very modern looking ape from Ape Escape. And it said, 20 years since then, I've been running around, but I wonder if there's anyone chasing me anymore. So is Piposar, is that like a character from Ape Escape? Is there something I'm missing here? Do you guys know? I didn't play enough Ape Escape to know. Are you, did, so did either one of you ever play Ape Escape? I did play it, but I don't, nope. I don't remember anything about it no. at all. Never. You never played Ape Escape? Nope. Wow, I have that's not. it. That makes me sad because Ape Escape. I mean, it's one of those things I don't. Re- I honestly don't know if it's still a good game, but it's one that I remember very vividly because I rented it and I got home and I did not have a DualShock controller. Oh yeah, and it won't even let you play it because if you don't have a DualShock, it just doesn't work right. So I had to borrow a DualShock from one of my dad's friends. I remember him saying, like, he was joking. He was, he's a nice guy, but he was like, if you break this, I'll kill you. Yeah. And I, that that's Sony first party game. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know which, I don't know studio. which studio, though. Yeah. Might have okay. been Sony Japan or whatever, Japan Studios or whatever. Right. But uh, hmm. 
yeah, I'm excited about this. And the re- the thing that gives it validity is the uh, Sony Entertainment online or wait, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Twitter account follows this account. Yeah. And they don't oh. really follow very many accounts. So they don't follow you. They follow me. Oh, know. really? No, Phil, no, Mr. Mr. No. Uh, <laughs> Twitter followers, Phil, Mr. Phil. No, they don't. I've had a good week, though. Nobody unfollowed me on Twitter this week. Wow, right. that's good. That's, that's impressive. impressive. I've had yeah. some people unfollow me, but that's mainly because they're. Um, yeah, douchebags. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> have it. I'll say I said what I said. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about the, the prospect of a new Ape Escape. I only played the first one. But I guess the other ones were very good, too. This has kind of been a, a dormant series for a long time since I think they had some games on. I think 2011. Was that like a Vita or a PSP game? Um, let me see. I just was looking it up here. Um, PlayStation Move Ape Escape was oh. the last actual title. Wow. That's a big yikes. <laughs> yikes. Mega yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting to me, and I've always thought it was interesting that Sony first party, they, it seemed like they used to care a lot about having like one of every type of game, right? They had first person shooter, they had a racing game and they've still done that somewhat, but it's not quite been as consistent. Like they're only family titles, this generation, knack one, knack two and ratchet. Right? Am I am I missing anything there? I guess they did Little Big Planet um, three. Was that this yes. generation? That was this gen, dude. Wow. Did you say knack? Yeah, I said knack one and two. Mm. So I feel like Ron Burgundy, I wasn't listening. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. So I guess they have done. Um, I, I guess I should give them more credit for the the rated E for everyone stuff that they've done. True. This gen, but. I don't know. I feel like there's so much nostalgia that people probably have for Ape Escape that I'm. Surprised. What is it like? A, is it a platformer, like a Mario 64 platformer? Sort of. Yeah, I would say it's probably classified under platformer in that the the first game was like you're in a level, there are apes throughout the level, and you have to catch them. And so there's you know so, sometimes there's different puzzles. Like the the main thing about the original was you got different gadgets that you could use to help you catch the apes. Hmm. So you would have like a propeller thing that would fly you up in the air. There was one that was an RC car that you could drive. And so if there was an ape hidden in like a tunnel, you could drive the AC car RC car and uh, push him out basically. Hmm. So I feel uh, like I wouldn't like this. I think, you would. <laughs> I think you would vibe with it, dude. Do you think you so? Like, Just YouTube it. Check it out. Do you okay, like, I'll um, check it out. Do you like platformers? I do, but I, I don't know. That just sounds gimmicky. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I guess Spyro has some stuff like that you got to use. I don't know. Maybe I would like it. You're right, because it definitely was gimmicky. Yeah. Especially yeah. the first one, because it was so focused on the DualShock. Like, uh, you would get... Please a, buy our controller. Yeah. Right. But I felt like it was still fun. Like, you would get in a boat, and you'd have to row the boat by using the analog sticks like they were, you know, each each analog stick was one of the the oars just as popular mm. as the touchpad after that <laughs> well i mean the dual shark i mean i guess we're using it in that way right was... using it in like stupid ways right i mean that's become part of our normal for, like yeah yeah it's pulling out of our map. normal vernacular yeah 
So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think Sony, I mean, I should say I know Sony still has some stuff unannounced for this generation to come. Oh yeah. Uh that's going to be exciting for a lot of people. So I guess this is just another one of those smaller things we can expect before next gen Probably. for 2020. Yeah. Resistance so. 4. Damn. Wow. I don't know. I feel like Resistance is is dead. Dead nope. in the water. It's going to be dead. Nope. I think it's more likely the film so <laughs> It's coming back. Now the kill zone's gone. They need a game. They need a shooter again. So Yeah. They're going to they they need yep, it's coming. Phil, would you rather have Resistance or Socom? Or Spider-Man. <laughs> they're probably going to do Spider-Man 2, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> At first. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want Resistance. I'll be honest. More than Socom. I knew you were a SOCOM guy. Yes. I was until SOCOM Online kind of fucked me. Um, that game was garbage, hot garbage. When it came so. out right when the PlayStation Network hack. Happened. Oh, yes. yeah. I so that, that. And I actually, uh, I returned it. They actually, because it was such a known, just dud, um, they gave me, I think they let me get a new release that week. So I picked up Ratchet, or no, not Ratchet, um, Little Big Planet 2 or 1. Oh, it's a good Ratchet trade. Time. It was a good trade. I was happy about it. Um, but I was a SOCOM guy, but I think in this generation, in this world we live in, I'd rather have the uh, resistance. Phil, I have a memory that's sort of similar that I wanted to bring up because I think you were slightly involved, but it was involved our friend that we, I don't know if you were part, uh, like had also bought it, but there was a game called Operation Flashpoint. Operation Flashpoint. Right. Yeah. It was a sequel to Operation Flashpoint called Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising. Yeah. Ben, did you ever play any of the Dragon, the Operation Flashpoint? I did, games? but not that one. That's because it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. So this was like it wasn't the same developer anymore. In fact, that developer now does the Arma games. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. that game was trash. It was so yeah, they, bad uh, that GameStop yeah. let let us return it and get the full refund. Borderlands, right? I think it was around the. Oh, is that what it was? Because I know Lynn used his refund or whatever to get Borderlands, which yeah. he ended up selling me for twenty bucks. Okay. So I I was indirectly involved. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He he got Borderlands and then yeah. I bought it from him. I used the money to pre-order Modern Warfare Two. Oh, nice. Which was a fantastic oh, nice. decision. Yes. That was. My- I played the first one, but honestly, it's a lot like Fortnite. I don't like permakill, like permadeath. I don't like. Just dying and then it's over, and that's what Operation Flashpoint Flash Point does. See, um, well, yeah, I guess even in the solo missions, I played the the original on PC, and I was mainly just screwing around. Like there was a map creator, so I'd like blow up vehicles and do dumb mm-hmm. stuff, and you know. But yeah. even the mission, the missions were hard in that game. Oh, they're very hard. And you <laughs> talked about blowing up dumb stuff and whatnot. Reminds me of the original Crackdown game. Oh, and yeah. The, oh, had yeah. a multiplayer mode where you could just spawn things endlessly. Yeah. That was Ooh. the best. Hours and hours. My buddy Brandon bad. and I spent in that. Yeah. Oh, man. Loved it. Good Good, times. Good time. Next one. Hitman 2 is getting its first new level for its uh, season pass. And it's uh, in New York. And it takes place in a bank. And it's called the Golden Handshake. And they're also doing a bunch of new updates. And I knew we wouldn't have a lot of discussion about that since I'm the only person who's played Hitman 2. Hitman 2, yeah. But and I actually haven't finished Hitman 2. I played I played the heck out of uh, the first couple levels and I was playing the Hitman 1 levels at the same time. But uh, 
I'm very excited. I'm I'm eventually going to play those levels for sure. And I want people to know about it because Hitman 2 is so, so good. I was uh, very into Hitman 1 for a while, like couldn't stop. And then the other day I was like, I should try to play this again. And I just couldn't bring myself to push the button and play it. I don't know why. I understand that field, dude. Yeah, it happens. I only have one more news item, and this one I think we can talk about a good deal. And that is there's a new video released today for Jedi Fallen Order. And this is the demo that we saw at E3. And so I wanted to bring the broader conversation here because what they presented that we didn't that we saw at E3, uh, well, not the demo, but the the trailer that they showed everybody made Jedi Fallen Order look very much like uh, Star Wars Uncharted. Right. And mm-hmm. so it turns out that this game is actually very nonlinear and they're they're even saying it's very Metroidvania esque. So I wanted to talk about the demo we saw and now the demo that anybody can see and just wanted to get your impression since I don't think we talked about it in our E3 episode, maybe at all. I don't know if we talked about it at all either. Um, I am very much more interested yeah. now. Because it just kind of looked like, um, what was the name of that game? See, I can't even remember the name of the game. Jedi Knight? No. A previous Star Wars game that was just kind of, it was a good game, but. Oh, Force 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 Unleashed. Yeah, Force Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah, it kind of just was like, oh, we're going to have another Force Unleashed here. And all this other stuff is like making me think we're going to see a lot more. It's going to be a lot more interesting. Yeah. And I kind of understand why they wouldn't really want to get into that too much at their E3 showing. Yeah, it's almost like how do you properly show off that it's nonlinear? Right. You know, Phil, you're I don't want to. Well, I feel like I don't know. You and Ben might be you're a Star Wars fanatic in a different way than Ben and I are. Um, yes, but it is. You're fickle. starting to trail a little bit. I, I'm not fickle. You're but... fickle. Um, since the last Jedi, um, they've got some damage control they need to, to work on. Um, I'm not where I used to be. Okay. I'm much more a Marvel fanboy than I am a Star Wars one at this current moment. So what did the, the demo that we saw that's now available publicly, what, what kind of feels did that give you? Well, I think kind of what we talked about it, it felt a lot like a Tomb Raider uncharted to me. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I liked the climbing aspect, um, that, that you had um to me i like the time period too i think it's going to touch on some of that you know kind of pre-trilogy rebels type time period so I'm, I'm interested in some of the uh cameos we might see um I, i'm excited for it. it's the most excited i've been for a star wars property in, in a while um probably even more than the movie currently yeah so because it just I don't know. It, as long as it's fun, it doesn't have to tell a, a riveting story to me. It just, if I get to have fun throwing a lightsaber around, I mean, as long as it's better than Battlefront 2, I'm good. Yeah. I just love that universe. I do too. Yeah. So if I can spend some time in there and actually wield a lightsaber without killing bugs, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. Yeah. I was watching that video again today and I was realizing, I'm like, man, the way the character moves in this game, he, it's, I don't know, how, what's the right word? heavy yeah like it's Mm -hmm. 
it uh, it does not look like a Dark Souls game. That's not what I'm trying to say. But some of the combat style reminded me of Dark Souls, more heavy, more, you know, less arcadey, I guess, if that makes sense. More like and the I way like a real person walks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm excited. I thought, I mean, a lot of people didn't like the demo, but I th- I thought it looked like a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I really like Uncharted and Tomb Raider, so even if it was only that, I'd be happy. But if it even goes deeper than that with some of these other aspects, I'm I'm good. I'm in. I thought it was kind of funny seeing the internet over the past couple of weeks since E3 react to this game because people are constantly bitching. Oh, everything's a service. Nothing's a single player game. Single player games. Why you know why don't they make more of them? And then respawns like, hey, here's your single player story focused Star Wars game. And then it's like, oh, well, it looks really nonlinear. Yeah. And people were down on that. And I'm like, what? this is what you wanted, right? right? You have Respawn who made an absolutely incredible single player linear game. Titanfall 2's yep. campaign. I want exactly yep. that. I mean, I'm cool yeah. with the nonlinear aspects. I think they'll do good job regardless, but I just. I found that so weird that people will find anything to complain about. That of course they will. Isn't exactly what they want at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dustin, I have uh, one more thing. Yeah. It's not really news. Okay. I just thought it was interesting. Rocksteady. Did you see this tweet from Rocksteady? No, they, I didn't. They, they tweeted, uh, this is a couple of days ago. Um, four years ago today, so, we launched yeah. Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. To all of our fans, thanks for being the Batman with us. And Kevin Conroy, who is the voice of Batman in those games, said, tweeted, but why stop there? Yeah. So, I mean, we all assume mm. Rocksteady is going to do something, but is this Superman? Yeah. Superman. <laughs> yeah. Superman. Here's the thing. It's all I want. I got a controversial take on this. Yeah. Oh, I don't want Rocksteady making another superhero game. Period. By that, do you mean you don't want them making another one even in the same line or another different Actually, character? let me modify that. I'm fine with them making another superhero game. I don't want it to be uh, an established property. Okay. I want them to do totally original IP. Something to- they have proven themselves yeah. again and again making these awesome Batman games. I think they can make something incredible. Who knows? Maybe they can make something as good as Batman, maybe not as good, you know what I mean? But yeah. as far as like those Batman games and things like that, I think that you have a very talented studio with Warner Brothers Montreal, right? That made Arkham, uh, what is it? Origins. Uh, Origins, yeah. Have them make this type of game. Have them make either a new Batman or a Justice League game. Let Rocksteady do something, try something different. Try something different. Is that, a, is that too, Phil? Is that too controversial yes. for you? No, I'm okay with them trying something different. I prefer it to be Superman. I don't know if you got that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I'm not. Yeah, I just want a Superman game, and I want it to be done well. And I know they can make a good game. So, but no, I, if they could do something like an Infamous type situation, that'd be fun oh, yeah. too. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, not Infamous, but like their own Infamous, right? Their own new um, type of video game superhero, right? Yeah. Somebody needs to make a Superman game that's not trash though doubtful i just i want it i want it so bad it's really hard to even make a good movie these days apparently with superman man of steel was good that's a hot take probably but man of steel hot take but i don't disagree with you is a is very good yeah Mm -hmm. so here's i've got uh three topics left for this show 
One of them short. We'll start with a short one. Well, maybe not. Phil, last week we talked about our game uh, editor's choices for E3, yes. and you're not here. Yes. So I want to give you the floor to talk okay. about Dying Light 2. Yes. So I got a about a 45-minute look at Dying Light 2. Um, and I'll tell you what, it takes everything that they've, I mean, really started with like even Dead Island and, and moved into Dying Light and just totally expanded it in so many great ways. Um, they have added a ton of um, like decision making where choices actually matter. Um, it's it's very open. Um, the parkour looks just more smooth and fluid than ever. I mean, the game looks gorgeous. It looks like you know just everything that you would want from this game. Um, it's it seems it's interesting though. The one thing I will say, and I think I wrote about this in my my little preview about it, they didn't really touch on the day night cycle at all. So I'm interested to see how that plays in later because that was a big deal in the first game. I mean, it's it's in the title, so I'm sure it's going to come in. But everything they showed us was in the day. So, um, but you really, um, it's it's going to be an impressive game. It's going to be very good. I think uh, when it releases, it's going to get some some goatee, uh looks for sure. Yeah. You know, Phil, yeah. I feel like one of the reasons, something that held me back from really liking Dying Light, that mm-hmm. I'm probably a huge, you know, one of the only people who think this, but I was playing it on PS4 and something about it didn't feel right. Like it felt like a game that needed to be played at 60 FPS. And so I'm guessing you played yeah. it on PC at E3 and it was like smooth as butter. So it was a offhands. Oh, demo. it was offhands. So they, they yes. Um, they, they just, they played through the demo for us. They introduced the, uh, the guy as the best dying light two player in the world. <laughs> and he, uh, he played through it for us. So we, we, we did not have any hands on with it, but it, um, it, it looked incredible. I think I imagine he was playing it on PC. Though, yeah. yeah. It was probably vertical. Yeah. I played the first on Xbox actually, but yeah. yeah. Um, it looked, it looked gorgeous. Um, and, and it was very smooth and just brutal and they 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 had you know the the core mechanics down and this time they're focused a lot more on the story it looks like so um it it looks like they're gonna really put together the complete package on this nice and that's a lot of like melee stuff in that game right a lot of melee um a lot of modifying your weapons um the big you know they showed us like kind of like this i don't know machete thing with electricity so when you would hit them it would electrocute them and um yeah so a lot of a lot of modifying your weapons to to fit your needs, but a lot of melee. Yeah. Cool, awesome. Yeah. So, yep. I guess while we're on the topic of E three, uh-huh. we can move right along here. Before we started this show, I asked both of you to bring me one or two—I don't know, however many you want, honestly—of some of the unsung games of E three. We've all heard everyone's posted their stuff about cyberpunk or talking about cyberpunk on podcasts. They're talking about uh, Avengers and final fantasy seven remake myself included, but mm-hmm. there's tons of stuff at E3 that's on the small scale and things that you're not going to see, you know, on the front page of IGN or, or Kotaku or something like that. Or handsome phantom or handsome phantom even. So some of them you will though. Yeah, you will. <laughs> so, we got to play some of those games and there's some really fantastic ones that I wanted to take an opportunity and some time in the show to dedicate to talking about some of those, those games you that were at E3 that maybe didn't get as much love as they deserve. So Ben, 
Yeah. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to be the Devolver boy th- right now. Okay. Like they're almost not even part of E3 yeah. <laughs> at this point because they like ran out a lot cro- right across from the convention center, probably angering the ESA gods. Who knows? Uh, but they had specifically two games that I want to talk about that they had, uh, they were showing there. One of them was called Carrion, and one of them was called Fall Guys. Mm. And I'll just cover br- both of them briefly. I have previews up on handsomephantom.com if you want to check out a little bit more. Carrion, you basically, I mean, you know, you're just jumping into a demo, so you don't really get the full backstory if there is one. Um, but you're this like amorphous blob of. Uh, flesh i don't know what it is it's like red and has tentacles and stuff and you're seem to be in some kind of a lab uh underground or something and you're trying to escape and in your escape you have to like eat scientists and stuff like that and uh, as you eat them you get bigger as you get injured you get smaller Uh, you have to do unlocks and you can get electrocuted and there's water traps and stuff like that very interesting game um i'm really interested to see how it shapes up i'm wondering if they're going to put some more like instructions and titles in it because there were definitely points like it was to the point where the the developer who was sitting next to me who we didn't we had a little bit of a language barrier so that may have been part of it but he was like i'm just gonna tell you what to do through this demo because it's some people have had a hard time figuring it out yeah so like i didn't even have the chance to figure it out myself but it was good because also even with him telling me some things it took me probably the full time of the demo two things about this game real quick Uh that i feel are important number one i like how they're advertising it I think I saw this as some kind of write-up as a, a reverse horror game yeah. where you are this, you know, this obviously the scary monster that's right. scaring people and literally eating them. So that's cool. Yeah. The second thing is that when you say that you're like a weird blob, yeah. when I think of that, I think slow moving. No. No. You can't be and slow moving. I watched the trailer. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This thing, it moves fast and it's scary. It moves like fast. Like in a good way. It's scary. And I mean, you can creep along. Yeah, you can sneak up on people and whatnot if you want, um, but you also can move fast. You can zip through electric lines, etc. So, one to keep your eye on. The other one was Fall Guys. Uh, this is like a battle royale, but not in the traditional sense at all. It's more like a game show mixed with a battle royale. Uh, you start out with a hundred characters. The demo I played, there were only four real people, and the rest of them were computerized because, of course, you know, couldn't fit a hundred people into a demo booth. First of all, the, the booth was like insane. It was like you had to take your shoes off before you went inside of this big trailer, this mm. air conditioned trailer. And inside it looked like a, a kindergarten play mat mm. room. Uh, all the walls were lined and everything. Um, but you play and like the first level is 100 of your little guys running towards these walls um, that have doors in them. And you have to figure out which door you can get through. And, you know, if you stay, if there's a little bit of strategy, if you stay back a little bit, you can see which doors people are getting through and jump through. If you see people are running up against fake doors, you know, to avoid that one instead of being the one who gets caught up in them. And then, you know, throughout that, the next level was like, uh, basically you had to be the last one with a tail. Uh, there, you know, however many people there were, they were split up in half. Half of you had a tail, half of you didn't. Whoever has a tail at the end moves on. Uh, and then the third level was almost like American Ninja Warrior or something like that, where you're just going over obstacles and, you know, you want to be the first one to be be there. I'm not sure how many. I know they're planning on doing lots more stages and stuff. I'm not sure how many stages there will be uh, to figure out who's number one. But it's definitely looking interesting, and it could be a really, really cool concept. And I would say a good party game, except I think it's predominantly meant to play online. But who knows? Maybe there's some local multiplayer too. Nice. That's my two games that were kind of 
I think I think they were talked about, but certainly not like big names for right. three. For sure. I'm really interested in the uh I mean Fall Guys sounds cool. I like the aesthetic, but I'm really excited about this scary blob. Fall Guys yeah. is more to me is more of like uh I don't know. I would be much more interested in it if it was like you know, I, I could get a group of people together and play it a couple times a year rather yeah. than just like a game I want to sit down and play by myself. Right. Phil, you're up. All right. So I've got three games I think I'll talk about. I'll break it kind of into two parts. Um, Rebellion had a lot of good stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll touch on one of their VR games, one of the regular games. But Zombie Army, Zombie Army 4, um, we got to take a look at behind closed doors. And man, I feel like it's kind of like Toy Story 4 where they had to have something really good to put more zombie army out there. And um, I think they've really, really done a good job. Um, the kills felt great. It, it was a lot of fun. I played some co-op with someone. Um, and I'm not even really a big co-op game, but man, it, it just felt good just shooting some Nazi zombies together. Um, so that that's one to look out for. Um, very brutal. Very... Uh, you know, I've got limited time with the original trilogy, but I have dabbled in it. But it just it looks and feels way better even than the other ones. I think they were originally just uh, what Sniper Elite spinoffs um, or mods even of, uh, right off the bat. But that that, that was a lot of fun. Um, kind of surprised me how much fun that was. And then they also had Sniper Elite VR, which uses the aim controller in PSVR, which is what we got to demo it on. And boy, that was I mean, I always knew the aim controller had a lot of potential. But that was definitely the most fun I've ever had using that aim controller. Um, just using it as a sniper rifle was was very fulfilling. Um, very, very excited for that finished product when it comes out next year. I think the game's going to be great. Um, a lot like like some of the games when the first, you know, the aim first came out, you didn't have really that ability to move around fully. You just sort of moved, you know, forward, backwards. But you have a full range of motion in this, and it felt great. Um, I think I played probably half hour at least and um not not a bit of motion sickness with it um it, it felt felt really good yeah so uh they got some some really cool stuff coming out and then on the floor i got to check out uh darksiders genesis which uh it's kind of a prequel to the darksiders saga and you you play as either war and strife you can kind of switch back and forth between the two of them and it's more of a top-down action adventure kind of like a gauntlet or you know even like you know Diablo. anything like that um but it yeah like a diablo yeah. for sure um i don't think it's going to be quite as as deep as that but it it played really well i was surprised that to be honest with you i had more fun with that in the time i spent with it than i actually had playing darksiders 3 so i think there's going to be a lot of potential that kind of came out of yeah. nowhere um i don't think anyone was expecting this game but it, it was i don't know why you would expect yeah. it well that's true i mean you would expect darksiders 4 for them to finish what they started and not go backwards yeah and, but yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. I was I was surprised. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. I know a lot of people like Darksiders one and two, and then three was kind of yeah. I mean, I just watched a, a gameplay clip, and just from watching it for thirty seconds, I was like, wow. This it was, game it was, is not very good. I actually, I think when I reviewed it, I actually got stuck at one point, and I don't know if it was me or the game, but I had yeah. to start over and uh, start from the beginning of the game because I I couldn't in advance yeah. so. It had definitely some some glitches and technical right. issues. So let's see the two games that I want to talk about are two well-known games, but 
because what the, what's coming out is kind of under the radar since there's so much big stuff. One of them for me was checking out the 360 mode in Beat Saber. And so I also want to plug, I have a, a preview article about this uh, on handsomefam.com. But the 360 mode was very cool because this mode is going to be, at least in this, the way I played it, unique to the quest. Because the quest, you know, has no wires. You don't have to worry about getting, you know, accidentally cutting off your circulation or getting tied up uh, in, a, in a cable. So basically, it's, it's Beat Saber, as you know, but there's a big arrow in the back. And so the, the main point of where the notes come from changes and goes all different directions. And it sounds like a subtle little difference, but it, it made it feel like playing a completely new game in a way. And it felt like almost like playing Beat Saber for the first time and in, in the amount of dynamics and the way that notes could flow back and forth. And uh, it was very cool. They only had two of the Imagine Dragon songs mapped for it. And so obviously mapping these songs is, is no easy task and they're going to have to do uh, a lot of work if they want to map more of these songs in 360, but it was a surprise. It looks cool. Ben, I think it's funny because when we booked this appointment, Oculus was like, Hey, check out, uh, we want, we want to book you for beat saber. And you were like, we have beat saber, right? Like we like, get it. We don't need what, some new songs or something, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. G and then our our PR person was like, "Hey, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. trust, trust, trust us. us. <laughs> yeah." And so I got to you know when we got there, I was like, "Awesome!" So yeah. it was definitely really cool, really great. The other unsung hero, and this one's coming out very soon, is Wolfenstein Young Blood. Mm, yeah, which about a I, month, right? I think it's about a month. Yeah, yeah. this is the oh boy co op uh, Wolfenstein. It's somewhere between a spinoff and a sequel because it takes place after, obviously, but they're not really branding this or putting the emphasis that this is like Wolfenstein three. Right. So, in fact, it kind of feels like, I guess, I don't know, in a sense, it feels like Wolfenstein DLC for Wolfenstein two. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is like the, the campaign is comparable in length to Wolfenstein two. Yeah. But very much. It's like a new dawn situation yeah, I, think, I think i think that's a right way to Where put it but it's very co-op focused unfortunately i mean not that it was bad but i played with someone that i did not know who was friendly and and we did a good job working together but uh it's everything you know and love about wolfenstein only it's co-op and the level design yeah. is very different uh specifically arcane worked on this game and so the levels are a little bit more uh non-linear compared to wolfenstein 2 and so I am mm. excited to see what directions that takes this game. They've been very clear that you don't have to play it with somebody else, but obviously that's the optimal experience. So nope. I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know if whether I'm going to try to find <laughs> someone to play with or I'm going to, if I'm going to play it by myself, because it all, it all depends. Yeah. Are you been, are you going to play it? You think? I mean, I'm, I've never played a Wolfenstein. Well, not never. I haven't played any of the new Wolfenstein games. Whoa. I need to, I know what, you guys I have so many games. I know, dude. <laughs> that I want to play. But none, none of them are Wolfenstein, maybe, apparently. Maybe I'll just borrow one from Dustin tonight oh. and, and dig into it. I think my dad has the first one. Your right dad. Now. Come on, he Travis. Play, he's not playing it, though. Well, maybe he can bring it up this weekend. 
maybe you could. You got to hit him up. Yeah. I know. Or I, I can text him or whatever. Yep. Finally. Coming for a visit. So that so those are the unsung games of E3. Yeah. And there's many more, um, especially if you check out uh, hintsofham.com. There's some other things we wrote up and more to come. Oh, yeah. One last thing for this show, boys. Yep. And I'm going to try to talk as little as possible because I am ask, asking each of you to talk about a different game. Okay. This is the review spotlight on two different games. Number one, yep. my friend Pedro, which Ooh. we had wanted to talk about last week, but couldn't. Yeah. And judgment. So mm-hmm. let's see who went first. Phil went first last time, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Phil, tell me about my friend Pedro. Yeah. Phil. Oh, not Phil. Sorry. Ben. I can't do that. I've never played it. Um, there's not a lot to say <laughs> about my friend Pedro that probably hasn't already been said. Uh, summarize your review I will Um, my friend Pedro is basically it's a side scroller not a side scroller but you know it's a platformer Um, it's 2D 2D platformer Um, you are a hitman and you have a talking banana who floats and talks to you Uh, did I mention he talks Yes. and (laughs) he um, uh, you know who knows why that banana is there but we'll see you might find out in the game. And basically you are going around killing people because the banana is telling you to. Yeah. Uh, the banana's name is Pedro, by the way. That's your friend, Pedro. That's dude. my friend, Pedro. And you're going around killing people and you have some guns. You pick up multiple guns throughout the game. Part of the unique mechanics of it are that you actually, um, you can point the guns in different directions. Right. Certain guns, if you have, if you're dual wielding, uh, you can point the guns in different directions. You can do cool spin moves. Uh, you can crouch. You can. It's just you kind of have to see a clip of it to really understand what it is. Um, but it makes you feel very cool, very John Wick esque. Yes. Uh, you can spin and you know all sorts of stuff. But there's also a little bit of puzzle to it. Um, there are parts of the game where like you're platforming, but you also have to like figure out which switch makes you move this way or that way. And that's a lot of fun. Uh, I played it on both the PC and the switch. And I think that I played on the PC with an Xbox controller. Um, Both were phenomenal. They both felt great. The switch was excellent, which I was a little worried about some of the performance because it's, there's a lot of moving stuff on screen at times. Yeah. Um, The one thing that puts the PC version slightly over the uh, switch version is the fact that it picks like your coolest moment from the level and you can generate a gif mm-hmm. right in the game and post it to Twitter if you want. Uh, so I thought, I think that's a very cool feature yeah. that a lot of games would be smart to use if, if for games similar to that. This is, isn't too long of a play either, right? Probably. I want to say between five and eight hours, probably more like six and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, it depends on your skill level and everything, too. There's also multiple skill levels. But the cool thing about it is at the end of every level, every stage, it grades you and, like, you get points and stuff. Yeah. You can instantly just decide to replay the level if you want and do cooler combos and get a better score and stuff like that. Um, I mean, there's very little narrative. There is a narrative, but it's small. Um, the real the real feature of this game is the, the gunplay and the, the gameplay in general. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah, I want to check it out. For sure. I've been meaning to even if I that's one of those games that like if I can play an hour. Right. And it really speaks to me. Great. I'll keep playing. Yeah. If I play an hour and it's like pretty good, then yeah. I feel I feel good. Yeah, you'll get it just to check it out. You definitely will understand it in an hour. Yeah, and I think you'll you'll like it, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. This next one, Phil, 
I was very, was very excited yes. for you when the code came in for yes. this because I know that you love uh, this type of game. And I, I was, I, I was seriously, I, I was like so happy and beaming with excitement knowing that you were playing this game and reviewing it. So tell yes. me about judgment. All right. So man, it was exciting. Um, judgment is like I said earlier in the Yakuza world. Um, you don't have the same characters. It does take place in the same city. Um, so everything feels familiar. Um, if anyone's played Yakuza before, they're going to kind of feel right at home, right off the bat. It will feel a little bit weird at first playing with a different character. Um, but as the game progresses, it actually is pretty cool because instead of being a member of the Yakuza, you are now a, uh, for lack of a better term, you're a disgraced lawyer that decided to get into mm. private detective um, work instead. So you kind of have a better... Uh, you're 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 better connected, I think, with uh, kind of the law and and different things like that. But also at the same time, you kind of still work with the yakuza at times too. So I, I think he's got a better grasp of the city of what's actually going on, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it's 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 got a lot more detective work as a detective. So there's a lot of trailing people um, instead of just a lot of you know yakuza tends to rely very heavily on combat, and then the side missions tend to be really goofy. Um, I won't say it's completely void of goof here, but it's a lot more serious in tone. Um, a lot of the side missions involve um, taking on basically little little cases that are, are stray from the main story, whether that would be finding a husband that's cheating on his wife. It might be um, a musician that's being asked to do things, you know, to be successful that she doesn't want to do and, and kind of putting an end to that. Um, uh, it's a lot more, even when you think it might get a little weird like yakuza did it kind of stops there there was a time where he was going into this place you know in one of the side missions and you know you think things are going to get weird but then you know some of the yakuza actually show up and kind of bust his face in and so it's it's a lot more i think serious um it's it's familiar but different at the same time it's it's a lot of fun um some of the tailing gets kind of tedious um there are ways like as you get more you know points you can actually get abilities that you know make you when you're when you're following someone you're, you're a little less noticeable if you knock things over um they might not notice it right away like they would early on in the game but it's still just kind of gets annoying um after a while i think they go on for a little bit too long um but it's it's a nice change of pace it's it just I, what yakuza has seven seven entries and some spinoffs and it's been you know the story and that's incredible um but it's it's nice just to kind of stray away from those characters and get a fresh look at something that uh you know you it feels familiar but yeah. new um i had a lot of fun a lot of fun playing it I was super happy i was pretty excited um it came at a very busy week i actually took it with me on a business trip and played it in a hotel and uh nice had a lot are of you fun. playing in english or japanese yeah. yeah okay i played in japanese um, I, 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 yeah, and I probably should have mentioned that a little bit more in the review a little bit. You can switch for the first time and I don't know if they've ever done it. I know in the PS2, they did some English dubbing. Um, but it's been a long time since they actually, or I'm sorry, English voiceover. They haven't done English voiceover in a while. So you can choose right as the game starts. And I'll be honest, I, I prefer the Japanese. I think it just sounds better. I think it's, I'm so used to it at this point. Very natural. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I yeah. like I like the Japanese. I would probably pick the Japanese too. I mean, I just feel like that's the that's uh Sekiro is the same way that you could choose. It was it defaulted Japanese, but you could put it in English. If oh, you, I didn't realize you could you choose. Wanted. Yeah. I I did yeah. I would have chosen Japanese myself, yeah. but yeah. I didn't even realize you could choose. Yeah. So there's just some little things like and it's in Yakuza and Judgment, like I, I don't know, like you it sounds stupid, but you sit down to like order food and he's like, huh, huh. he makes this weird little weird noise. And um, it happened in Yakuza. It happens in this, but it's yeah, not the same in English it. as it is yeah. in uh, Japanese. So they're just like, huh, you know, so I like it a lot cool. better with the. And uh, the uh, yeah, so that's that's one that yeah. I'd, I'd like. To, I mean, I want to check out every game, to be honest. We've but, got like four reviews this week on the website. Yes. So yeah. There's a lot to look at. A lot to look at. Yeah. And on that note. Yeah. That's it. That's all for this week's show. So as we've been saying, there's a million and one reasons to check out handsomefam.com. Go do that. As I mentioned, don't forget to check out a cruel angels podcast. It's pretty much available on all podcast services. At least as far as I know, it's on Google. It's on, of course, iTunes. It's on, um, which iTunes going away. I have to say it's on podcasts. Podcasts. So Spotify. uh, I submitted it to Spotify. I don't know if it's on there. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. It's on Podbean. Someone specifically requested, can I get it on Podbean? Nice. It is now. So if if you use Podbean. You got it. You got it. It's there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just make sure to leave us a rating and review on this show and also the new show. Both of those would be really helpful. And... That's it. We did the plugs earlier, so I don't want to. I don't want to bludgeon anybody with too many plugs. I'd like yeah, to plug plug a quick thing too. I just want to say, uh, Vaughn, who does some work for us, he's been doing some good stuff. He did some voiceover on on a video recently, and um, I don't think we talk about him too much on the podcast, but yeah, he's been doing some nice work for us. So. Yeah, that video was it's always appreciated. Was, was ben, ben did the what? Well, I, I guess it was pretty. I don't want to say equal. I don't know. I mean, Vaughn wrote that. Yeah, good, it, was a, it was a good, good collab. Good Vaughn, teamwork on that. Uh, yeah. I think I did yeah. four videos this week. Vaughn co-wrote, or I'm sorry, Vaughn wrote. I edited the the writing, then he voiced it, and then I captured and did the edit. And then that was kind of the same way. Phil and Phil and I did some reviews. Well, I guess I Phil wrote and I did and and did capture. Yeah. So we kind of switched things up. But I basically did half, and they did half. And yeah, yeah nice. it's good teamwork. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you later.
At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.